Racers and Rental Cars Podcast with your host, Top Fuel Cam, Cameron Frey, and his co-host, Mr. Top Sportsman, Don O'Neill. Keep on till they can ignore you. Put it up for the Wigan Warriors. What's up, West Coast Cam? Hi, Don. A lot. It's, uh... It's Wednesday before the last race of the year at the World Final. I just got home from parking the motorhome and trailer for, for Angie because she's making her national event debut this weekend. And yeah, I'm running top fuel. So it's kind of cool that uh, two forays are uh, racing this weekend. So it's going to be a little busy. And I have to work in the midst of all this. So I got to go to the track in the morning, help her, set up the awning, do all the shit on the haddock side and then also jet back to Cerritos in order to teach at Cheetos College. Yeah, so you're not going to be there tomorrow for qualifying? No, I will be. Uh, Top Fuel doesn't run tomorrow. I'm talking about um, your wife. I'm not worried about your Top Fuel. (laughs) Gee, thanks. I'm just like, Uh, no, I mean, she's been sending freaking death threats over here to the Midwest about, you know. yeah. Like her little five Especially foot four tail is going to do something, so she's got mafia hits out on me on Instagram yeah, and shit. Uh, I'm glad that you, you she's going to be happy you uh, called her five foot four. So I know four foot six is tough to come by. I was trying to flip it on her, give her, yeah. give her, give her a little bit of love since she, you know, she went out there to Vegas and and uh, actually, you know, three out of four laps that she went down the racetrack, she held the gas pedal all the way down. So that's pretty, you know, I know it's tough stretch, stretching those little legs out there to the gas pedal, but nonetheless. Hey, when you're sitting on 17 blocks, you know, it happens, but I know the feeling. I've I, been there. I know it's a very small uh, target market, but, you know, if you want to, you can probably start uh, manufacturing those uh, foam blocks to uh, push her closer to the steering wheel and sell those across the country. They'll be we located on uh, Racers and Rental Cars. Rental Cars. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> .com. The, signi- the Angie Foray Signature Series phone block. I like it. Star kit. Star yeah. kit. Yeah. Well, so, good. Uh, I'm glad I'm glad that you've been busy today moving trucks, trailers, when I say, oh, yeah, what's up, Cam? And the only thing that's up over here is the heat on the thermostat and the gas bill, because big guy, winter has officially arrived in the Midwest. So all you people that were filling up my news feed and social media feeds last week in SEMA, I cannot wait till you come all come out here for PRI and y'all bunch of sniveling fools, because it's <laughs> going to be cold yeah it's i have a hoodie on right now it's like 58 probably (laughs) and you got a stupid falcons hat still on too better believe it better believe it hey i check out you better check out episode three of the vlog because i even put a photo in it for you well i mean i'm gonna give your family a quick shout out before we get to our guest I, i mean the falcons beating the saints this past weekend did slightly slightly helped Carolina Panthers playoff hopes. So slightly, I gave a little, you know, a little fist bump there uh, for for the Falcons. But uh, no. Hey, so you're out there, you're on the West Coast. When you start talking about drag racing on the West Coast in Pomona, uh, the first thing that pops into my mind is some uh, nostalgia as I was uh, – watching i forget who it was they had what they do today they had something going on at the museum saw a lot of old school don the snake McHugh and the mongoose cars coming up in my social media feed and uh 
I guess that's going to be the best way when you're going to start talking about old school West Coast cackle fest is to uh, get a hold of your buddy there and get him in here. He's, I guess, I don't know. Can you get him out of the clouds or something? I mean, I think I read somewhere uh, something about he won something. I don't know. It, what are nostalgia? Which, wait, which dude, time? All the guy does is win. Well, wait a minute, dude. Nostalgia guys are they? They I can consider them drivers because they drive a hundred and twenty-five inch wheelbase, right? Not three hundred. So where there's just riding involved. So so nostalgia Here funny we go car guys. Again. Nostalgia funny car guys are actually drivers. I mean, they do they because they do. Well, that's I've seen a good. Some, that's a good thing because I've drive nostalgia funny cars. No, you, no, 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 no. <laughs> Did you make a pass this year in a nostalgia funny car? Uh, Let me help you with the answer because it's only a 60-minute show. No, you didn't. (laughs) So, did you drive a super comp car this year? I did. Okay, so that means you're a super comp rider. Actually, I didn't race super comp. I raced, I bracket raced. So, So you're a rider. I'm a bracket race. I'm a bracket coaster. Yeah, bracket coaster. (laughs) You're a bracket coaster? (laughs) Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if our demographics, uh, our numbers for downloads for bracket racers go up or down when we start when we start this bannering back and forth. But nonetheless, why don't you get a hold of your buddy? Let's call him up. Um, my buddy that we're going to have on today is uh, none other than um, the most badass nostalgia funny car racer on the planet currently. Um, he's I think he's two-time uh, Nostalgia Funny Car Champion. Might even be free. I don't know. He, I just kind of lose count because every time he shows up, he wins. So um, so he's co You're a horrible intro person. You said... Why? Co- you said uh, the most badass Nostalgia Funny Car driver. Uh, two-time. Two currently. You need to throw in currently. So, well, so I mean, if I were, if I were him, I... You just wait. I'll, I'll clue him in when he gets on the show about how you just freaking stomp all over it. You and your Corona beer. Anyway. It's like a real man's beer. But anyway, let's call him up. Bobby, are you there? Yeah, I'm right here, guys. Hello. <laughs> What's up? Mr. Badass MFR in his shop with a, with a funny car chassis in the background. Speaking of funny cars. What's up, guys? How you been? Well, I don't know, man. First off, congratulations on your season. Anytime somebody gets to uh, say that they're a champion of a race season, um, you know, Cam's got a slot car championship. So, I mean, he's going to be, we're going to be announcing that later on this week, but nonetheless. Uh, But hey, thanks for coming on the show. I understand that it is uh, mid afternoon out there. So, if you're like Cam, you probably already started drinking beer. Yeah, we're we're starting. We're trying to trying to wrap up the day, hopefully. Uh, all right. Well, now our, obviously it's a podcast, so they're not seeing the video. Our listeners are not. But as Cam mentioned, you got a funny car chassis in the background. I see some DJ safety. It looks like some uh, cut up, uh, cut up old school parachutes hanging on the wall. And uh, I'm gonna say that this is uh, where you work at every day. It looks like. Yeah, yeah, it's my little shop in Whittier, my dirty little shop. I build a build hard rods and race cars. So, uh, yeah, I'm here a lot, probably too much. 
So for our listeners, because we've got some diverse guys, we might not have some folks that follow nostalgia. Give us the elevator pitch uh, of your background of your racing career. Um, it's probably the same thing, to, you know, as a lot of guys in drag racing. I started when I was young. I was at the drag strip. Like I was racing three days after I got my license. I had built myself a car back you know, when I was 14, 15 years old. Started there. I mean, promised myself a long time ago I wanted to progress every year and uh, I've tried real hard and thank God it's you know life so just took a lot of hard work and obviously a lot of money um I went from car to car and just learned as much as I can yeah here we are yeah so I mean it sounds to me like uh, you've pretty much been around it your whole life you never did junior dragsters did you did no you? I didn't I, I didn't get a chance to do that my uh I, uh, we weren't real, uh, I guess you could say we didn't have a lot of money, so I had to pick up at a later age, uh, where I could do it on my own. Um, I, I had help for my parents a little bit when I had the hot rod, you know, a regular hot rod, but, uh, no, I didn't get the chance to do it in drags, which I would, would have. Yeah, that's okay. That's no, I mean, dude, I was the same way. I, <laughs> I had to scrape pennies together in order to figure all that stuff out. Um, what, cause you're, how old, you're the same age as me, right? How old are you? Uh, I'm 37. Okay, so you're a little older. Um, man, I'm the young one with a bunch. I like it. <laughs> 34. I didn't realize you were 37. Yeah. But nice. So you did the hot rod thing. You got it. You, did you start off? What are you laughing at, Don? <laughs> I, oh, he's like, then I'm old. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I'm over here. I'm 46, and freaking, Don's like a dinosaur. So yeah, I mean, what, we talk about that all the time. So yeah, that, that's okay. Mm-hmm. What sure. happens when you get old? You start driving cars that have to have doors on them. That's what happens usually. Drive. I'm I sure. I'm glad that you that you were specific right there. That's right. Actually, drive. <laughs> drive the car. You actually have to drive. Steering wheel actually moves. I don't know if you knew Ooh. that or not. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Do you get in it like Ricky Bobby, or do you have to use those those doors? Because you know my my race cars I drive they don't have any doors. My doors. Yeah, Bobby's doesn't have any doors right. either. Yeah. Yeah, but the difference for Bobby is is Bobby drives. <laughs> drives. Cameron, Cameron drove one. A yeah. Few years of- he can't. He forgot. <laughs> it's. I'm telling you right now. Anybody that ever goes and they get a top fuel license it's like anything else has been everything else is beneath them they all i mean just all the way around I oh don't, here we don't, go don't here even, let, don't even let him go. try bobby bobby don't like when can't look i promise you bobby like next year at a nostalgia race can, you know invite cam out cam's not gonna come cam's a little too busy the nostalgia <laughs> scene is beneath cam okay ask his wife to come she will probably come and leave cam at home for the record <laughs> Oh, there's always I, a record. Yeah, I love nostalgia racing. It was, it's a great, it's a great class, especially the nostalgia funding car class. I learned a lot when I was driving, driving those. And uh, as Bobby can tell you, it, it's a great class. It's super competitive. Um, I mean, yes, he wins all the time. But um, tell us how you basically got in. I know you had the nostalgia front motor car and stuff like that, and you were killing it in that. And then how did you go from 7.0 Pro, right? Or was it yeah. 8-field car? 7.0 Pro? Yeah. I went from 7.0 Pro to 8-field and to nostalgia front car. Okay. So how how did that transition transpire? The, the 7.0 Pro car, you know, you obviously you want to grow. So uh, I had a guy uh, by the name of Tom Archibald approach me to drive his uh, nostalgia field car. 
I drove that for a couple of years and had, had a little bit of success in there. And I used to actually race uh, Pat Austin's son, Drew Austin, and Nostalgia Fuel. And uh, we, uh, I mean, we battled it out everywhere. And we had some success, you know, in that deal, like I said. Um, but Pat always used to come up to me and tell me, hey, you know, you're going to make it. You know, just keep on doing what you're doing. Just keep your, your uh, you know, keep humble and just drive your ass off, man. Like, just you know, do what you can to win. And, uh, you know, I'm sure you hear that a lot, too. Uh, you know, that you're going to make it and all that other stuff. But at the end of the day, it takes a lot of money. And, Absolutely. Um, one day he, uh, one day Pat called me on the phone and, uh, you know, I was like, hey, what's up, Pat? And he, Pat's like, hey, man, you ever think about driving in a Stout Funny Car? And I was like, yeah, since I was like five years old. <laughs> and, uh, Every day for the past uh, 30 years? Yeah, all my life. And he's like, yeah. well, I might, I might have a deal for you. And uh, I was like, all right, well, let, lo and behold, two minutes later, uh, Bucky Austin called me. He goes, hey, this is Bucky Austin. I'm like, who are you? And he goes, this is Bucky Austin. I'm like, what can I do for you? Yeah. <laughs> well, I heard you want to drive a nostalgia funny car. And I told him, well, I told him I'd love to, but I'm going to tell you right now, I have no money. And so that's the one thing I can't offer you is money. Uh, we had a conversation, and if now we're here where we are. You know what I'm saying? It's been a been a long road and been a, a great road. You know, you taught me a lot, but uh, it's uh, it's worked out for the both of us. That's awesome. Mostly that's really for me. cool. Mostly for me. <laughs> <laughs> so how long? So how long have you been driving for the Austin family? Uh, this coming year will be four years. Okay, so four years. So so you've got some got some time here to be able yeah. to look back across. Give us give us a high and give us a low. Let's start off with the low for dri- for driving. You know what? The probably the lowest point of my deal with them is uh, my first race. We went out and tested, which went awesome. Uh, you know, I couldn't ask for a better test set. We left there and went straight to Boise. Uh, we were having a couple problems. I went out against Jason Rupert in the first round. I went five sixty nine or no five sixty seven to his five seventy one, and I lost. I lost on a whole shot. Ooh, I so, do not remember that. And that was after my whole test session in Bakersfield. I had O20 lights, O30 lights throughout the whole test session. Yeah. And I did that throughout all qualifying. While my first round, I went out there and went at 167 light to his O90, and I lost on a whole shot. That was a <laughs> so Rupert of all people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just kidding, Jason. I love you. But, but that's not the only thing. I went out the very next race, which was a couple of weeks later to, uh, to Seattle. And, uh, the first pass I went out there and it took the tires about 600 foot. So I pedaled it and it broke an exhaust lifter and almost blew the body into pieces. So, and I was, you know, the whole car was engulfed in flame. If it didn't last long, but, you know, just imagine being, uh, going from a hero to a zero in two races. You know what I'm saying? So how how's the conversation? So let's follow the low. That way, that make the high way more enjoyable. So how did yeah. that conversation go uh, back at the trailer? When you know, obviously at the end of the racetrack, you know, just get your time slip, tow back to the pits, get back to the pits, get inside the trailer. How did that conversation go about losing on a whole shot? Uh, I call it a pep talk. I always call. I don't. I, I always tell my crew my goal this race is not to get a pep talk. So. <laughs> that that one conversation, it uh, how do you say it? Uh, I don't ever want to have one again. So I worked really hard not to get those again. <laughs> See awesome. that 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 is the one. That, look, I I don't care who they, what kind of racing it is, especially if it's drag racing. You, if you're the driver, and I don't care if you own your own stuff or you're a hired gun, it doesn't matter, right? The race can't start 
until you leave. And as a driver in drag racing, your whole goal is to leave. Yeah. And that um, is, I, I mean, it doesn't matter. Uh, you know, I'm sure there are other people like, ah, oh, yeah, so be it, whatever. But that was like one of the hardest things to get through my wife's head when <laughs> is that it doesn't matter whether I win or lose. But if I don't leave on time, I'm not doing my job. And that's yeah. the number one thing. And if you don't leave, you are not doing your job. Yeah. I feel you. That's uh, that's my number one goal is to make that guy next to me feel an inch tall. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, yes, I could leave on you. And if I get to the other end and give it back, I'm going to be upset. But I'm going to know and you're going to know that you you were you were done. I gave it back to you and t- here's your gift. Here's your, you know, here's your gift. Here's your bow. Put the bow on it. Merry Christmas. Happy birthday. <laughs> which I want to do. Funny side note to uh, something about that. So in Vegas, um, <clears throat> I was talking to Leah. I ended up seeing her in another pit and we were all just bantering back and forth after the races on that was Sunday night. And uh uh, she's like, oh, you know, we're just talking about the round or whatever, and everybody's like, yeah, these two raced each other in top field today, blah blah blah. And, um, and she's and they're like, yeah, and Leah kicked his ass or whatever. And I was just joking. I was like, but I had her on the three, and uh, and she was like, oh well, uh, you know. And <laughs> but it was so funny because it was a typical racer. She's like, yeah, Cameron, but I did watch the video, and you know, you did roll her in a little deeper than I did. <laughs> and I, was like, oh, I was like, here we go, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I it was, was, it was deep. Yeah. You yeah, got, you, you got the squirrel. Yeah. You got yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was funny though, but t- you know, typical, typical racer, you know, that's, uh, how, we, that's how we all are. Yeah. That's it. All right. So let's, let's springboard off your load. Give us the high. Uh, obviously now, I mean, it would just been, you know, after that, we just kind of, you know, after that blow up, uh, in Seattle, we just kind of, yeah, we just catapulted. I think I, we won eight races in a row that year, uh, my first year. And then, uh, second year, I think we won, uh, we won the championship. Plus, I think we won 10 races that year. And then this year, we won, uh, eight, uh, seven races this year. We went to nine final rounds. So, God uh, dang. I yeah. told you, the fucking guy just wins everything. <laughs> it hasn't been easy, man. It's been a big learning curve. You know, those, those nostalgic cars aren't like the big show cars. You hit the gas pedal. And they don't move, like they sit there. Yeah. For, so I've had to, I've had to learn how to, how to, uh, you know, I le- had to learn all over how to leave. I, I'm used to like letting go of a button, you know saying, but uh, you know those centrifugal clutches and those nostalgia cars are just not the same. You know, even when I, even when I drove that that uh, top alcohol dragster, Vantageros, you know, I was cutting 030, 040 lights like nothing. Yeah, getting this nostalgia car, and it's like I could feel it hit the stop on the gas pedal before the car even leaves. You know what I'm saying, so. Go, please. <laughs> exactly. You know, and I, I actually, I was actually kind of messed up in the head for a while there. But Pat, Pat Austin told me, he goes, "Hey, man, he's like, I could see your butterflies are open before the car even leaves." He's also just, you got to figure something out, man. You got to figure something out. So that's what I did. You know, he's he helped me tremendously throughout this whole thing. I mean, it's just been a saint. All right. So, well, I mean, his last name's Austin. For the love of God, I mean. Dude, I mean, so I'm trying to remember. I don't have it in front of me because I didn't think about it. But Pat Austin is like 
he's got a record in the sportsman ranks. He won one in two classes. Yeah, top up off punch car and top fuel. Yeah, the same in the same race. Yeah, yeah. When, when I think that was when he was driving with the Castrol program, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So I bet those guys could sit around and tell some stories. You know what? That's like that's probably one of the highlights of this whole deal is is uh, you know at night when we're done racing, you know I have Bucky, I have Pat, I have Walt, and then I have Drew all sitting around me, and it's like sometimes I sit back and just realize on how lucky I am to have all all of them kind of giving me pointers on this deal. You know what I'm saying? So it's been a pretty uh pretty cool deal for me anyway. You know. You're talking about Hall of Fame. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, even even Bucky. I mean, you go in his in his uh, he has a museum and it's a corporate office. It's just all of the Wallies, and he has all of his top gas cars from back in the day. Every race car he's, he's owned, he's got in his. Just, it's amazing what the guy has done in his lifetime. You know, I think he's he's been racing since 1958, and he's taken one he's taken one year off out of all those years, and that was it. Wow. Yeah. 1958. Yeah. It's funny you say that because I was I was at my in laws this past week and uh, or a couple weeks ago and he we were talking about Bucky because I guess Tim just recently went up up there recently or whatever and he was showing me some pictures of one of his shops with just freaking Wallies after Wallies after Wallies I'm just like holy Toledo yeah that's crazy that's no pressure no yeah pressure. Right? <laughs> right well leading into that you guys have. You guys have a, a pretty big name on the side of your car, and I think it's been in the drag racing world for, for a long time, the Bardall Oil. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about how that came about and you know what you do for them with this being a, a motorsports business marketing show. Um, how did you secure that, and what do you do? You know, Because with on the nostalgia side, I guess this is a multi-part question. On the nostalgia side, it's obviously a little tougher to do this kind of stuff because there's really no TV package and things like that. So how do you keep them happy with, with it being a nostalgia car? Well, the biggest thing I think, I think what's, what's helped, uh, cause Bucky had that, that actual sponsor before I came forward, but he, uh, he actually, all of his shops are supplied with Bardol. So he, he actually sells the product in, in all the shops. I think he has 19 auto repair shops in, uh, in, you know, throughout Washington. Um, but since I've been on, uh, you know, on his team and stuff, I try to approach it a little different than, you know, than most nostalgia drivers. Obviously, I'm one of the youngest ones in nostalgia. So, uh, right. you know, I, I'm, I try to stay on social media and, and uh, I just met with them in FEMA. So I spent a week with them, which they were, it's crazy how down to earth the people from Barda are. You know, you, you, you think of big corporate sponsors and, you know, guys in suits and not really want to mingle with you, but you know, uh, Hugh McNeil, the owner of Bardall, he, he actually, on I think on the Wednesday of uh, uh, C canceled all of his plans just to hang out with me and a few of my crew guys. <laughs> That's awesome. Dinner. You know, he wanted to drink some wine. You know, we were drinking beer and stuff. And, and he's just a super, super cool guy. That whole family. Is. So it, uh, they're really appreciative for what we've done. I'm going to probably put him on my, uh, on my, my personal altar. Um, you know, I'm going to do a couple shows for them that's, that are, that's in town close to me. Um, but it, it's really kind of easy to keep them pretty happy. You know, I've had sponsors in the in the past, and um, it's not really that they're hard, but it it takes a lot to to keep them happy, as you know. Yeah, but a key thing that you said it, it seems to me like they're obviously they've been with Bucky for a long time, and 
yes, there's a business to business relationship there, but also they seem to be a fan of the sport. And I feel like that is a huge win when it comes to trying to find sponsors for anything. Like if, if they, if the key player within that business or that industry or, you know, that company is a drag racing fan, like you're in like Flint. <laughs> if they're yeah. not, you're barking up the wrong tree. If you ask me. Yeah. He's it's a, be hard to convert. It's hard yeah, to convert. Yeah. He was 85 years old and he still, he still road races like Ferraris and, and all these other, uh, exotic cars. So he's, uh, he could relate as far as being a driver and stuff. That's why I think he took, interest in me because i you know we were sharing different stories throughout the years and stuff and and uh it helps him being just a normal guy i mean it was it was hanging out with him was just like if we went out for a beer you know what i'm saying yeah that's so, cool. um but I'm, I'm gonna get him out to probably a couple of races this coming year i want to put him on a starting line in between a few of us and, and yes but i think that'd be a real a real treat for him heck yeah that's awesome so that means so he, you said he's had the spot or Bucky had the sponsor going in because of his auto repair business. How now? How long is 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 it? How's it pronounced? Bardall. Bardall, yeah. Bardall. How long has Bardall had a relationship on the Nostalgia Funny Car? Um, I think he's had it for five years. He's all he's actually had it on all of his cars, but now so it's, yeah, it's always been on, yeah, on it, in some capacity. Right? Yeah, now it's a major deal on in. Bucky actually kind of goes above and beyond for pretty much anyone, you know what I'm saying? And uh, obviously, they're a huge part of his business, so he he does whatever he can, you know. And uh, you know, like he I had said, him like back like back in the day, didn't he? Like yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I remember seeing pictures of his top alcohol funny car with with those pictures on it. So right. it's yeah. been a while. I don't know exactly how long he's had him, but um, you know, but they've been in business for like 80 years or something like that. So. We've been around a while. Well, I mean, if he's been racing since 58, that's 61 years. So I'm gonna <laughs> just I'm just going to go out on a limb. Just saying. <laughs> don't have to do, don't have to do <laughs> hard math to figure that one out. So, yeah. well, here's a question. He's over there me. like, oh, Kenny Bernstein had, has Budweiser for 30 years. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Whatever. Nothing. Get out of here. Yeah. 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 Now, who needs horses anyway? Uh, so let me ask you both of you this from that standpoint. So what's a typical nostalgia season look like from actually on track? And then what kind of budget is a nostalgia team from the low (laughs) side to the high side? You want to answer Sam or you want me to? Uh, I mean, I've been out of it for a couple of years, but when I was doing it, you used to be able to buy a ride for a couple, 3000 a race. And there was, Probably, you know, if you were somewhat of a de- okay driver and you weren't going to run over everything. Um, nowadays, I've heard that it's upwards of like six to 10,000 a race, which yeah. is unbelievable to me. But because there's no TV package and there's no thing that you can sell for, or it's harder to sell for a corporate deal. Um, you know, but I think that might be for some people that just want to get in these things because they all just think it's easy to do. Um, so there might be that little little uh, buffer in there. Those are usually guys that run over cones. Yeah, oh, well, that's yeah. That's what I was getting at, but um, cranks and rods. Well, yeah, yeah that too. Wah wah wah! They're trying to race super comp in the funny car. Yeah. Um, you mean I can't pull it? 
and then generally, I mean, I think there's what ten. There's, I mean, now there's that UNFC plus the Heritage. So there, I mean, you can probably race fifteen times, right? Yeah, we got we got twelve to fourteen races a year. I mean, am I am I far off? Am I no, am I no. I, I know people that are paying between five and seven thousand dollars for their ride, you know, per day. Yeah. And then, yeah. uh, you know, actually, you know, a lot of people think is you know, Bucky's pretty successful business wise. We probably spend less money than some of the 580 cars because we're not blowing as much stuff up, you know. But generally, I, you know, I don't know exactly how much it uh, costs, but I'm pretty, uh, I like to analyze probably too much, you know, above my, above my pay grade. But uh, I figure it probably costs between 250 and 300 a year, you yeah. know. Um, if you're not blowing up a tremendous amount of parts, you know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's still a nitro funny car. I mean, so you're going through stuff and and you're zinging them pretty high. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, you know, and things break, right? So yeah. I mean, you're one or two rod throwing situations from losing a fifty, sixty thousand dollar motor, like it's nothing. Yeah, and it have it's been happening a lot lately, actually. Not, yeah. not with us, but other people. They they blow the bodies off just like the big show cars. Yeah, I heard that. I, I didn't go to the Hot Rod Reunion this year. Whatever, Don. Don't even go there. I, I had a family commitment. <laughs> what? But, I wasn't going to say yeah, anything. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Just because my cheekbones got tight? Just saying. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I heard like the reunion this year was a mess. It was like the Oil Down Nationals. Yep, oh. and so was the March Meet. The March Meet, I think three people blew their bodies off. Yeah, I, I did go to the March Meet, Don, so there. And not just blowing them off, they blew them in pieces. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Didn't Dentrum did it, right? Yeah, Dentrum yeah, cool. did it, and uh, there were a few other guys I forgot, but there was, there was a couple on Boise. Um, Chris Crable did it, which he oh, did yeah, yeah. that thing. So there's, yeah. it's just like Somewhat like the big show, parts break and it blows up, you know. So what are you guys getting paid to win? That's the problem. Nothing. Yeah. Well, the UNFC, I think you get like ten grand now or something, right? Yeah, that's the cool part because Bucky kind of runs the UNFC. You get, you know, you get a thousand dollars just to show up. If, if you stage a car and qualify, and you get a thousand bucks. But um, I think it's eighty five hundred to win, something like that. And then a uh, runner up gets like fifty five hundred, which is more than. More we, than NHRA pays it, for the win, for like to win the Hot Rod Reunion. Yeah, yeah. we get uh, the driver plus like five crews free. You know, which that's where a lot of money, a lot of the money, just like all of the logistics, getting everybody there. Uh, and I think uh, it's like three thousand fifteen hundred. Then everybody else gets a thousand dollars. So it's somewhat of a diesel bill, you know. Yeah, that UNFC deal. Um, my father-in-law is pretty involved in that too, and. Um, yeah, it's it's a cool deal. Like I wish they had it when I was running those things because it's. I mean, it makes it somewhat of. It's kind of like a booked-in show type of thing, but you're also racing for money, so it's cool. Like it's like a membership, like a members-only kind of thing. Yeah. I think you pay like twenty-five hundred bucks for the year for your entries or your membership, but then you're racing for a decent amount of cash. So, yeah. uh, which which helps the the smaller guy. So, which is cool. Yeah. Well, there's a lot more people showing up too. I mean, there's a. Uh we got an A-car field pretty easily. I was surprised on how the, the past three or four years I've been driving, how the attendance, attendance has been declining for, like, the Hot Rod Reunion and the Park Meet. Everybody's starting to switch. Well, yeah, because, I mean, if you get free in, I mean, 
that's what everybody says with like the reunion and stuff. Like it just, it's like $3,000 to get in the gate by the time you get all your crew, your entries, your motorhome pass and like all the shebang that you got to have. Like, so yeah. yeah, I think the UNFC is a, is a cool deal for sure. So switching gears a little bit, what with the show being racers and rental cars, you have to have, and you live on the road like all of us, we're just road jockeys. You got to have some sort of cool rental car story. Man, I don't. (laughs) He's smirking really hard. Why why is he stuttering to tell a story? (laughs) It's actually kind of funny, but it's kind of like, well, anyways, we were in Canada. We we raced up in uh, in Mission, and uh, I was in the rental car, and then Drew Austin was in his truck behind us. Or no, he was actually in another rental car. So I had I had three or four guys in my deal, and then uh, Drew had a couple, just him and one other guy in his truck. So we're driving down the, the highway, and it was like 1.30 in the morning or 2 o'clock in the morning, something like that. And it was actually the freeway. So I see these lights in the, in the distance, you know, and I'm like, what the hell is that, you know? Well, it was a damn checkpoint. Ooh. And, you know, normally after you win, you're drinking and celebrating stuff. Well, that particular time, I was like, you know what? I drank a half a beer, and I was like, you guys, I'm just, I'm wore out, you know? I'm just, I'm just burnt out. So we roll up to this deal. And I don't know if it's going to be very funny, but it, uh, there was a lady cop. I was like, you know, what can I do for you? Whatever. She's like, have you been drinking tonight? And I was like, absolutely not, ma'am. She's like, where are you coming from? I'm like, oh, the racetrack. She's like, well, what do you do? I'm like, I drive the race car. She's like, okay, we'll go up to the next, uh, the next lady. It was another lady. And, uh, she goes, uh, have you been drinking? And I'm like, no, sir. And she shines a light right in my face. She's like, sir. And I'm like, I'm sorry, ma'am. I was like, it's two o'clock in the morning. I'm so tired. You know, like, I'm just burned, you know. Oh, shit. And like, are you sure you haven't been drinking? And she's like, should I pull you out of the car? And I'm like, I don't see there's any reason. I'm like, I haven't drank. That's, I'm the, I'm the sober I'm driver. I'm the sober driver, right. Like, these guys are drunk. But anyway, so we took off and Drew was behind us. Well, we, we didn't want to kind of lag because we don't want to make, you know, cause suspicion or whatever. So it was me and, and uh, one of the guys in the car was Dennis Austin, which is Bucky's son. We sat in the in the parking lot for probably fifty minutes to an hour, and there was no Drew. Well, come to find out, as they were rolling up to the checkpoint, they were throwing stuff out of the truck. Oh um, boy! <laughs> they rolled up to this deal, and you know we were already trying to come up with a story to tell Pat because Pat came out to watch me race, and then uh, you know, obviously Bucky was there. We were already trying to come up with a story, you know, what we we're going to tell him. <laughs> and uh, finally, they showed up like an hour later. And we're, you know, we're cussing at him, like, doing all this other stuff. And I'm, we're like, where were you? And they're like, well, we didn't know where we were. You, were. you had the directions of the hotel. So we were driving in circles for the last hour trying to find you. So that's the only PG-rated uh, story I have. <laughs> I don't want to pull out any X-rated ones. But, uh, but, yeah, we thought it was all funny. We talked about it with Bucky the next day. And he goes, do you understand? We're in, like, a foreign country. They could have kept you here, like. You know, it's yeah. not like a circle where you just get a slap on the wrist or whatever, but it was, uh, it was pretty funny. So. That's awesome. I yeah, it's, it's something. no joke. Uh, drinking and, uh, up, up there, you gotta be careful. Yeah. So, oh, here. Why, up in Canuckville? So I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gotta love the Canucks. That's right. That was just for you, Ange. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. Well, hey, Bobby, I know, uh, we're, first and foremost, thanks for coming on. This is where we're going to uh, cut you loose for the evening. But before you go, our show is all about self-promotion. Give you uh, 
give you a couple seconds here. Want to give a couple shout outs to your company, your crew. Sounds like you got a full fledged organization over there and everybody's last name's Austin. Yeah. Yeah. We have a good team, man. I just want to obviously thank all the guys that all the guys and girls at Bardall. Um, everybody obviously at Bucky Austin racing. I got a great crew that, you know, there's a few guys that are on the, on the team full time that that's all they do is work on the car. And, uh, you know, we got a list of sponsor, all the guys at DJ safety, big Ben over there. He, I mean, he's kept me alive. I had a big fire last year in my own car and, uh, I didn't have one burn on me. So it, uh, all those guys, I mean, hats off to them. Um, I mean, everybody, there, there's so many that I could go on and on. It's just, uh, all the Austin family, obviously, um, all the safety safari guys, cause I've been in a couple of deals that I didn't think I was going to make it, but I did. And, uh, yeah, I can't think of everybody, but, uh, everybody that helps me out. I just want to thank everybody. Well, cool. well, you know, Hey, that's, uh, if, if your name wasn't mentioned, you can send him an email at hate mail at racers and rental cars.com. <laughs> we'll make sure to pass it on for you. Um, well, Bobby, yeah. it's a, it's like a tradition here on the show. As we close out, got a couple questions for you. Uh, first and foremost, it is the holiday spirit. So you get to send one Christmas card to one person in motorsports. Who would it be? A nice one or a mean one? It nice can be one. whatever you want. I just said it had to be a Christmas card. You know what? I think I'd send a nice one probably to, uh, you know, I'd send one to Walt. Walt's a good guy. And and Bucky, they're good guys. You know, they do a lot for me. They do a lot more for me than a lot of people know. But if I was to find, send one with like an M80 in it, <laughs> I think I'd send it to Jeff Wren. Oh. You know, okay. I like it. He's been hassling me all year long. <laughs> I would put a nice M80 in or a bottle rocket or something. That way when he opens up, it fucking blows up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we'll be reaching out to Mr. Jeff Wren so we can get a yeah. comment <laughs> on that one. All right. Well, your last question, you get to send one WTF card to somebody in motorsports. Who's it going to be? Um, I'll send it to my buddy, Drew. He knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Drag racer inside jokes. Yeah. That's scary. He no. knows what I'm talking about. That's no we'll fun. leave it at that. No yeah. fun for our <laughs> listeners. But, Drew, watch out for that Christmas card. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, Bobby, thank you very much for taking some time out of your busy schedule to uh, join us. And we want to make sure to let you know congratulations on your championship as a nostalgia funny car driver. And, uh, <laughs> You are welcome back anytime you want to come on the show because I like it when it's two drivers against one rider. Uh, and uh, you enjoy yourself. And if you uh, ever need anything from the racers and rental cars crew, make sure to call Cam. <laughs> I really point. Yeah, he lives up the street, so it's cool. It's easy. Yeah. I really appreciate you guys having me on. I, I uh, had a lot of fun. All Very right, cool. man. Thanks for being on. We'll, we'll see you this weekend. You're probably going to be collecting another gold jacket, green jacket at this point. Who gives a shit? At the <laughs> <laughs> Worst <laughs> improv of Happy Gilmore ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got like 19 jackets. He's going to get another one this weekend, I'm sure, at the at the race. So I'll come by yeah. side, Cam. Yeah, show me what color it is at least, you know, yeah, yeah, go, right, go, so I can go, feel it. Go by and grab Angie's autograph. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. You guys take it easy. You too, right, man. man. Take care. Thank you. Have a good one.
All right, so that was cool to have him on. That's uh, yeah, he's a cool cat. It's it's cool to to talk to somebody that like he he's he's kind of like us. Like he's he's just a little guy, and he he was grinding it out, grinding it out, doing everything he could to race, and he got a great opportunity with the uh, with the Austin family, and uh, it's super cool that uh, um, to see it go to to such a well deserving guy. So. He not only builds these cars, he races them and drives them, and he's a, a heck of a shoe, so it's pretty cool. Well, you've already uh, cracked the label there that you, it's Pomona this weekend, so I guess is we're going to cruise on through, which is really, man, God, it's hard to believe that it's been a year, and the year's over. It'll be over this weekend, not only for NHRA, NHRA and NASCAR this weekend, obviously NHRA. I think we, uh, I think they have officially, other than I believe Supergas, I think Supergas is the only title that's not locked up yet uh, for the world. Uh, I thought Ray Ray, I thought Ray Miller had already locked up Supercomp, I thought. Um, well, if, if it's too, if there if it's there's anything left, then it's got to be super gas, super comp. So and Ray Ray can win both. Um, so everybody, all the world champions have been qual or crowned except for the pro categories, uh, minus the super gas, super comp. But I'm pretty sure that it's just super gas. I have, I for one am looking forward to all of qualifying and. The eliminations on Sunday. The weather looks like it's supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, it's supposed to be pretty nice. I think it's like 80 all weekend. So, so that's going to go ahead and uh, give a nice, tricky racetrack. Uh, in the Which hopefully will benefit us little guys, and hopefully we can be a little spoiler in that whole championship thing. Well, I'm if I'm, we qualify the 19 cars. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I really am. I'm Hey, I'm still a fan. And uh, I think right now, with the way all the points battles are shaking out, Pomona is going to be a really uh, interesting weekend. And then over on the over, what were we going to say? Sorry, this is totally off topic, but all right. my my microphone just kind of went like in, and like or my earbuds just went in my ear, and it totally. <laughs> so my buddy Chase Huffman, I'm sure you know him, right? Accelerated Graphics. <laughs> he texted me yesterday, and he's like. Hey man, I just wanted to let you know that I was driving and I was listening to your guys' podcast like I always do. And you've never heard of Don's rant until you've listened to it in double speed. <laughs> in double speed? How the hell do you listen to me in double speed? I don't know. I think on an iPhone you can you can listen to things in double speed. So you can listen to it. It's the same thing, but it's just I guess it cuts out all of our lulls or something. But is that like, right? You've never. You've never heard of Don's rant until you listen to it in double speed. <laughs> All right, JP, you're going to have to cue one up for, for us. You have to yeah. put, a, put a double speed portion in, in one of the podcast shows just so we can have some humor for that. Unbelievable. Yeah. You just got bored. <laughs> you, you, just wanted, you just didn't want me to get to NASCAR. That's what it was. You just didn't want me to get to the, the, to the round and round circles. No, left I, it turn. Just, That's it what just, it was. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. It just popped into my head when and it did that little glitch, and I thought it was really funny. Oh, man. <laughs> Cause I can, cause I can just see. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I can talk that fast. Me talking like the uh, what's that? What was that guy? The FedEx guy. Remember the FedEx guy? And you see those do those commercials. I'm telling my age there. Yeah. I was a uh, yeah uh, millennial here. Never, yeah. Uh huh. Okay. All uh-huh. right. Well, <laughs> I know that there's a lot going on. I'm excited 
The season's coming down. Silly season is taking off. It hasn't hit yet for NHRA. I wish that it would. I get, it seems like as a, somebody that is watching and listening to everything that goes on in motorsports, I'm still on the edge of my seat for the F1 guy that got released from his contract with no ride, but yet they still want him to go to the racetrack and shake hands and kiss babies. Um, and NASCAR. Huh? That's always nice. Oh, man. Right, so, and then we've got good old-fashioned uh, NASCAR going on. Silly season over there. We've talked about Penske. I'm ready for Martin Truex. Yes, that's who I'm pulling for, for the NASCAR champ. I want to see Martin hold the trophy again. Um, at PRI, I don't know if anybody knows this or not, but we are 29 days away as we're recording this from PRI. Um, Really excited about that. Looking forward to it. It's that time of year. Um, What was it? Uh, Somebody was making Facebook posts. I made one about the whole, if you didn't register by Tuesday or something like that, you couldn't get your badges mailed to you. And somebody messaged in and was like, they said, what they tell me? They were like, Oh, Damn it, I wanted to go. I guess I can't go now. And I was like, no, 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 no. You can still go. You just gonna have to stand in line to <laughs> to register and get your badge. That'll be me if I decide to go or I'll just have to borrow some of these. Yeah, that'll be you because I'm gonna have your cardboard cutout made and it'll be standing outside the doorway at PRI. <laughs> uh get I'm gonna get a little sign, a little Velcro sign, and I'll put it on your hand. Have you seen? Huh? Have you seen? Have you seen me? Have you seen me? Absolutely. Have you seen you? But no. So what's uh, what's up over on the West Coast side? We uh, I haven't heard from Mister Payton. Has he been staying pretty busy at PDS? Yeah, he uh, he's was super busy in Vegas. Um, I only really got to talk to him for a couple minutes because he was running around like crazy. So. Um, his business is, uh, is growing and growing thanks to uh, a lot of our listeners and a lot of people out there that just need, that need data recording help. So, um, things are going well for him. So super happy to see. Well, it's the off season. So, you know, if you need your data system updated, taken care of new sensors made modules, whatever the case may be, give Mr. Payton a call at PDS. We greatly appreciate that. Or if you guys don't have a phone and you want to use the internet. The interwebs, it's uh, racepds.com. The interweb? The interweb. Ah, let's talk about some interweb. Let's banner here a little bit because I think we're on a, I think you and I are kind of having a disagreement here. I don't think we're oh, agreeing God. on something. So, uh, dude, I think our, maybe we need to let our listeners help us out with the voting on this. Let's talk about this whole you want to take the holidays. You don't want to take the holidays off. You want to you want to record right straight through the off season or I shouldn't say the off season, the holidays. You want to record right uh, through. I'm just all I'm all about give the people what they want, you know? What if the people are over us and they don't want to hear us anymore? I I don't think that's the case. I, every time I go to the racetrack, I get oodles of people that the uh, reference this podcast and I'm super grateful for them but I just chuckle every time <laughs> see I don't know I mean 
what are they going to be doing? I mean, are they going to be listening to us in the shop? Why? I mean, yeah, working on their race cars, doing their thing. Hello. It gets cold as all hell and everywhere but California. So a lot of you fools are going to be sitting in the snow. I'll be <laughs> sitting in the snow between the week of Christmas and New Year's, though, because I'll be in Canada. So I'll I'll get a little taste of it. Yeah, I don't. I just don't know. Put a poll. Put a poll on Facebook, bro. I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna have a if we're gonna have enough people that really want to listen to us during the holidays. Holidays are busy for people. They're fan. I mean, like let let's think about the let's think about our demographics. So if it's guys, they've raced all year. They're gone. All they're, all the more reason for them to be sitting at Christmas, not wanting to listen to their in laws or their fa- their crazy family. So they got their earbuds in listening to us two knuckleheads. Yeah, but see, I think it's the other way around. I think they're spending all the free time they possibly can trying to uh, build up credit with their significant others. Trying to, to not get divorced. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, I mean, I, I just, man, I don't know. I, 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 don't I had to give know. mine a super comp dragster to fight me again. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't want to tell you about that. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, if you're out there and you have an opinion, uh, send us, drop us a line. I, I there's a bunch it. of people on on social media that have opinions, so we'd like to hear them. Oh, there's a lot of people with opinions on social media, and they are not. And I repeat, you hear not that? Afraid you hear to that? Share. Every everybody's got one of these. That's a, that's a keyboard. If you can't hear the, um, yeah. the keys, oh <laughs> man, does everybody have one for sure? For sure. Oh man, I don't know. But yeah, so I, hey, folks, help us out because uh, the voting process <laughs> is pretty much a deadlock right now. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna need a little bit of help to uh, try to work out sway our vote and sway our vote. But uh, by all means, uh, drop and us a fr- line if you're from like Pakistan or or <laughs> Germany or something like that. Feel free to vote too. We don't give a shit. <laughs> Oh, and we get hey, and we do. We've got some. We've got some pretty diehard listeners in Germany and Australia. Our guys, the World Time Challenge. Now, I am sure those guys would be happy to talk to us and listen to us uh, through the off season. I'm sure and they're summer. Yeah, that, so they're they're rocking and rolling over there. So I'm sure they're like, hey, we got plenty of stuff to talk about on the World Time Attack Challenge. Um, Let's see. I had one other thing here. Uh, somebody got upset at me about uh, the whole uh, half-naked girl getting <laughs> likes. And, oh, yeah. And, you, so we, <laughs> so, we did get some hate mail about that. I saw that. Yeah. That? So uh, somebody sent me a photo of their car in a parking lot in the downpouring rain, and it had 104 likes on it. So I guess I guess my whole fifty number I got to throw that out. I guess I'm gonna have to raise the number yeah, up. Bump that sucker up a little bit. Bump bump it up a little bit. So uh, nonetheless, but yeah. Um, so no, I'm ready for the off season. I'm ready for PRI. I'm ready for fans to tell me whether or not they want to listen to us gas bag for the next. God, somebody said that there's like a how many a hundred and some odd days till Pomona, dude. Don't even tell me that. I think it is. Well, I don't know. When's Pomona now? Now, now with the schedule, it's still the first week in February, right? Yeah, or close to it. February 14th or 7th or something. So 31 days in January, right? 30 days. <laughs> Dude, way under 100. 
I guess it, I got a lot to figure out between now and like 30, 31, 62, 62. We're doing carry, math here on racers and rental cars. 62. Carry the, carry the two. Hey, take your socks off. Yeah. Well, how's that comment? What's that new common core math? 62, 62 and 16, 78. And I think Pomona, I swear I think Pomona is like the seventh. Maybe it is the 14th. I don't know. Either way, dude, we're under 90 days till Pomona. (coughs) So, nonetheless, dude, I wish you and the wife all the best this weekend. We'll be watching. Thank you. We'll be pulling. Everybody out there on the West Coast, stupid fast racing. I know it's going to be hot, so you won't need hoodies, but at some point, it will get cold. It will get cold at night. It gets freaking freezing at Pomona. It's like in the 40s at night. So get a hoodie and buy a Racers and Rental Cars t-shirt. It makes great Christmas gifts. Yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, we may be coming out with some new stuff here on uh, on the site before too long. Um so we got some things in the works, but yes, the OG logos are always popular and uh, everybody recognizes that for what it is. So um, if you're not at the races this weekend at the stupid fast racing trailer to get your racers and rental cars apparel, you can always go to racers and rental cars.com. Get yourself a hat, t-shirt, hoodie, you know, maybe there'll be some coffee mugs on there for your nice little hot chocolate. You know, when you're sitting around the old Yule log, now, I think everybody went and stood in line for the silly freaking red cups at Starbucks. I, I, that's something else. And just, I, I could get on a rant for that. Are you kidding me? You seriously sat in line. You got up early to go to work. So you could go sit in freaking line at Starbucks to get a plastic red cup. Don't! I got a whole bunch of solo cups in my motorhome and in the house. And I have to stand Speaking in line. That, for I got to go thing. fill one. No kidding. Dude, wish you the best. Take us out of here. See ya. Thank you, sir. Um, also, we'd also like to, aside from uh, Stupid Fast Racing and Performance Data Systems, we'd like to thank Voice America for uh, helping uh, produce the show and Streetway Marketing Media and uh, all of our lovely fans out there. We appreciate you. We really do. So, And if you have any comments, questions, concerns, be sure to uh, log on to uh, hate mail at racersandrentalcars.com and tell us what you think. If you just about anything, life, you have any questions, you, you need some, need some uh, guidance on anything, you know, have a girl trouble, have a guy trouble, anything. We'll see what we can do. If we don't know the answer, maybe we'll call somebody who cares. No. <laughs> <laughs> sounded good. I was just going with it, man. You know, but yeah. Um, yeah. If, if we can't help you, maybe we'll, again, we'll call somebody who cares. So um, with that note, I'm out of here because I got a lot of shit to do. So, um, yeah. See you next week. Bye, Felicia. Let's put it up for the weekend. Whoa.